Welcome to Towards Leadership from Leadership Letters. I'm Lizzie Bentley Bowers. This podcast is a place for leaders at every level. Leaders working towards their first leadership role, their fifth, their 20th. Leaders who are embedding into their dream role or preparing for the next. Wherever you are in leadership, this is a place of community, questioning, challenge, resource and support for leaders who are willing to go towards all that leadership asks of them. The resources we share are ones we believe will be useful to you at any stage and ones that you can use and adapt in the ways that are most useful to you. This is the Towards Leadership podcast. Happy New Year. And here we are at the beginning of 2023. And what I'd love to do to start the year is to share with you how I closed the year. And I closed 2022 by taking a dive into the Leadership Letters archive for some of the resources and the writing that we've shared and gathered over the years under what I felt was an appropriately seasonal theme of kind leadership. And whilst, of course, it was slightly tongue in cheek in that kind leadership is for all year round, it does actually feel even more pertinent talking to you now, mid-January, than it did three weeks ago. January can be tough for a lot of people, and I know a lot of leaders are not only managing their own tiredness right now, having had a perhaps a good but not necessarily refreshing or restorative break, but they're also managing how their teams and colleagues are feeling. So kind leadership is perhaps especially pertinent right now. And if you know any leaders that are still consciously or unconsciously equating kindness with ineffectiveness or being overly soft, you'll hopefully find some food for thought and resource here that you could share with them. So where we usually have a to read, watch and listen to set of resources towards the end of this podcast, Today, the whole podcast is a read, watch and listen to. All these resources are around kind leadership and I've gathered them together under what I'm calling the six C's of kind leadership. So let's get started. The first C of kind leadership is compassion. This is about empathy plus action, recognizing what's happening for others and choosing to think or behave supportively. Resources wise, Rising Strong by Brené Brown, a book that can help you to work on your own self-compassion and your compassion for others. It's a book that increases your understanding of vulnerability and challenges you to adopt a mindset of everyone is doing their best with what they have. I'd love to talk to you as well about a great animation. It's by a group called Beyond Performance and it relates to David Rock's scarf model. Many of you will have heard me talk about this model many times. I find it incredibly useful. So SCARF is a way to understand our own threat and reward responses. I like to think of SCARF as buttons that can get pushed, usually out of our awareness. And when they get pushed, we're in threat mode. So we're not operating as compassionately with ourselves or perhaps with others. So SCARF stands for status, certainty, autonomy, relatedness, and fairness. Knowing which buttons of those are easily pushed in us and who or what by gives us a chance of catching ourselves and managing our responses better. I know, for example, that fairness is a button that's easily pushed in me. Doesn't mean that I'm wrong, 
But it does mean that when I hear a loud voice in my head saying that's not fair, it's worth me pausing and testing that and checking it out. So by better understanding the impact we're having on others, we can open up ways we can be more compassionate. And if you want to think about why compassion matters more broadly, there's a fabulous TEDx talk of that name, Why Compassion Matters by Dr. Julian Abel. And this demonstrates the extraordinary impact that collective compassion can have with some striking research and some striking statistics to back it up. On to the second C then, and that's clarity. Brené Brown again. I've reflected many times for myself and with clients on Brené Brown's assertion that clear is kind, unclear is unkind. So kind leadership has to include a willingness to go towards discomfort. It's not about abandoning the difficult stuff. It's about being clear. So another important factor in clarity is the way that we listen listening in order to be clear. And in fact, listening is key to every one of these kind leadership C's. I'm sure you'll notice that and make that connection. So we'll dedicate more in a future episode of Towards Leadership to listening. There's so much to say about that. But in the meantime, I thought I'd share with you today something you can do to practice your listening skills, especially if, as we mentioned at the beginning, the time of year and your tiredness is having an impact either on your attention span or the quality of your attention or both. So take a podcast, maybe even this one, and choose to move from passive listening to active listening for one minute. By that, what I mean is listen with the intention to repeat back everything that you've heard. Or other ways you could actively listen are to listen for the subtext. So listen for the things that are going unspoken. Listen for what you think people are thinking about when they are pausing, particularly if you're listening to a conversation. Listen with the intention of formulating questions that further your understanding of what you're hearing. And once you've practiced doing that for a minute, try a minute and a half, maybe two minutes and so on. This is a great exercise for getting better at one of those things that we do all the time. And because we do it all the time, we maybe forget to hone and strengthen it as the important skill that it is. On to our third C, and that is consideration. Kind leaders work at increasing their awareness of the lived experience of people in their organisations. They're willing to be clear on the reality of those experiences in order to pay consistent and close attention to the opportunity for everyone to contribute and thrive. You'll know from listening to this podcast just how important not only I, but the guests on Leadership Letters think this work is. Mary Ann Seacart's book, The Authority Gap, is one of many important resources for increasing that awareness. That's with regard to gendered experiences. If you are a senior leader in a UK organisation, the chances are, statistically, that you are male. And this is a book for you. As we're doing that work of consideration, accounting for the needs and experiences of everyone. Part of that is the work of connection, our fourth C. There's research that suggests that relationships, more than anything else, impact well-being as well as the success of projects, teams and, by extension, organisations. Kind leaders work at their relationships and they expect their teams to do the same. Jane Dutton is a leader in the field of connection in the workplace. She's done 
so much research on this. So the resource we're connecting you to here is her blog post, High Quality Connections. And from that, you can also connect to her fantastic book, Energize Your Workplace, How to Create and Sustain High Quality Connections at Work. I'm a great believer that one of the most powerful ways to connect with someone else is to laugh. Humor can not only connect us, but it also builds our resilience. It increases well-being. So many of you will be gratitude journalers. You will know that that practice of noting on a daily or weekly basis the things that you are grateful for is well researched in having a positive impact on well-being and resilience. So rather than trying to get more humour into your life, which you might want to try doing by watching something, going to see something. But if that's not an option, a great starting point is simply to notice more of what is already there. So if you are a gratitude journaler, you could add this to your practice, or maybe this is something that you could start doing. Simply noting regularly what's made you laugh. What are the interactions that have been humorous? Where have there been moments of lightness in your day? Noting those regularly so that you can increase your awareness of them and so that they can start to have more of those positive impacts on your well-being and your connection. The last resource on connection is one from Simon Sinek. He's somebody that I mention a lot, um, as well as Brené Brown. There's so much resource that you can go to of his, but I really like this one. I'll put a link in the notes to it. Somebody asked Simon Sinek a question about building connection quickly. So this is a five minute video with tons of food for thought on the subject of the importance of building connection, how to build connection, how to do that quickly, making sure that you don't take that connection for granted and how to also nurture connection over time. The fifth C of kind leadership is care. So this is about creating psychological safety. And for me, this is about taking care of ourselves, care of our relationships, care of our environment in a way that makes both agreement and disagreement possible. So this is about responding equally creatively and resiliently and compassionately. You can see how these C's all join with each other. It's about responding equally to success and failure. Amy Edmondson is a leader in this field and her TED talk is well worth a watch. And self-care is a crucial element of kind leadership because kind leadership takes energy. Everything we've touched on so far today requires energy from you as a leader. And the starting point for that is self-care. So there's a link in the notes to an article encouraging you to think about your own self-care. And what I really want you to think about as you do that is how so often when we're talking about self-care, being kind to ourselves, these are the kinds of things we hear on repeat. Not because they're not true and they don't matter, but just because they're being talked about a lot. And on the one hand, that's great. And on the other, there's the danger of that is it will just sort of slide off us as a kind of advice that we take in a yeah, yeah, yeah kind of way, but don't actually act on. I really want to encourage you to try and hear some of that advice around self-care with fresh ears, see it with fresh eyes and apply it to yourself as you go towards all that 2023 brings and asks of you as a leader. One more element of self-care is switching off. 
goodness, we could talk about that for hours as well, because there's so much around switching off that means so many different things to so many different people. Without imposing rules on yourself or anyone else, there is some work that we can all do to shift our relationship with the voices in our own heads, judging what we should be doing self-care wise versus what we are actually doing. We're on the last C now, and that's the C of courage. This is very much a case of last but not least. So if you have been dipping into any of these resources yet, you'll be very aware that so many of those components of kind leadership that we've talked about so far actually require, in some form or another, courageous thinking and action. Matt Gavin wrote a great breakdown of what constitutes courageous leadership. And what I found really interesting in that is that so many of those attributes and practices of courageous leadership actually are very closely linked, if not the same as the ones that we've acknowledged as part of kind leadership. The way that we respond to failure is another aspect of our courage as a leader. So I'd love to point you towards one of those fabulous resources that leads to a whole lot more resources that you'll find arising from a TEDx salon event. I was involved in it back in 2020. It was centered around reimagining failure. And from that link, you'll find all sorts of connections to the way that we respond to failure and how that in turn connects to courageous leadership. And to finish where I began, here she is again, Brené Brown's Dare to Lead podcast is full of opportunities to reflect on your courage as well as your kindness as a leader. This is the Towards Leadership podcast. At the end of 2022, that's where I finished. But here we are, January 2023, and I'm going to add a seventh C into the mix. And that's confidence. You might be wondering how confidence connects to kindness, not least because I often hear people blending and blurring confidence and arrogance. And in doing so, missing out on the benefits of having, building and nurturing your own confidence. One of the many things we tend to do well for others and less well for ourselves, a bit like the self-care piece, is to build confidence. And how ironic that by not doing that work on ourselves, we lessen the impact of those confidence boosters from others when they come in anyway. I'm adding confidence as this 7C because with confidence comes the access to yourself and the connection with others that supports all that safety, curiosity, clarity and vision that thriving leaders offer thriving teams. And it also ties in beautifully with the work of our next Leadership Letters guest, Karen Eber, whose work with leaders on the power of storytelling has far-reaching impact, including on confidence. I really love talking with her. Um, she and I share many passions around leadership, so please do join us for that. When you're confident, you're offering yourself the opportunity to be present, to be curious, to be all the things that you want to be. And your confidence breeds confidence in others. You offer them then the opportunity to relax and be present too. When they're not thinking about whether you're okay, they can pay full attention, they can think, they can reflect. So your confidence isn't just a gift to you, it's a gift to your audience, whether that's one other person in the conversation or a thousand people in an auditorium or an online all-company meeting. Confidence is a gift and absolutely part of kind leadership. There we have them then, the six plus one 
C's of kind leadership, compassion, clarity, consideration, connection, care, courage, and confidence. All of those merit a Towards Leadership podcast of their own, and maybe at some point that's exactly what we'll do. But in the meantime, when you turn to all the resources that we've shared with you, connected to these seven C's, I hope there's something useful in there for you. And that's it. Please do get in touch if there are questions or topics you'd like us to go towards here on Towards Leadership. If you're diving into the notes accompanying this episode for all those links and resources, please consider sharing them with someone else who might find them useful and following us so that you don't miss out on future leadership resources. This is Towards Leadership from Leadership Letters. Thank you for joining us. See you soon.